Hi guys, it's Troy. Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. And welcome back to the Pipe Bombshell Podcast where it is finally episode the final 20. How Sweet. ironic, how ironic is it that this is the last episode before the year ends? Before and the year 20, ends. I and know. 2020. <gasps> we're coming full circle. I think circle. a witch. I think, we're, I think I'm a witch. I think through. I'm a witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a witch. But we are t- 20 episode strong which means this is our fifth month in can you believe no like i can't imagine like the holidays just passed by Mm -hmm. a whole ass semester just passed by also uh, i'm just gonna get it out there sorry that we did this is we're actually recording this pretty late we're we're Mm -hmm. gonna be two days late as usual um unlike usual but well, we have something up on Wednesday anyways to yes. cover up for that. But at the same time, not going to lie, not to be shitty or anything, it didn't give us much this week. That's all I got to so. But like, you got to understand, it's the holidays and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just, for me, it just wasn't ideal to close up the month like this. But you know what? We got next week for that. Anyways, ciao. True. And actually, we're going to talk about something um, it's still related to wrestling, but I'm going to bring it up later because somebody here made her debut on YouTube without letting me know beforehand. But we'll talk about that in TLC. So shall we just jump right in? I also made my, I, I, someone also made their TV debut. That's, this was a crazy week for you, not going to lie. It but. really has. And like, <laughs> okay, and okay, this has been a crazy week for me and I'll just get it out there. It really ended with WWE feeling saying, no, we're not accepting your card for WWE no Network. Like, her, her network. <laughs> that, that has to be fixed in like a day or two, I swear. I feel like it's my TBH, I feel like it's my bank, but if it's not, I, I think I'm about to sue. Good thing, good thing, good thing they didn't deduct money from my bank account. True, I would have I, I thrown hands if it was like that. So, yeah. Oh my God. Honestly, anyway, shall we be- I hope you get it back before the rumble, cause girl. Oh my god! Uh, imagine if I don't get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you just ready? Part. I I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Let's jump right into TLC. And now, starting it off, we have TLC. And, you know, just as Troy was saying earlier, someone made their YouTube debut. I can't believe it. I can't uh, believe it. And neither could I, not going to lie. It was me. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I made my YouTube debut, guys. If you guys ha- do listen to, do listen, do watch Ring the Bell, I was actually there for the first time ever. And it, to be honest, I didn't expect it. Like, I was just, like, there in the audience. And next thing I know, I was hearing my introduction. I, then, like, if that's why if you saw my video, I was, like, shocked. I was, like, I was giving them Brit Baker realness. Brit Baker <laughs> I was giving them Brit Baker realness. But it was such a fun thing to do. Um, it was so fun getting to talk to Phil and DS. Uh, I mean, because like I already talked to Moxie. Yeah. And it was also fun that Moxie I got to talk to. And it was also fun revealing to people that Troy was asleep. She told like, I don't know, a thousand viewers that I was still asleep. <sighs> okay, let me explain. I was awake until 5 a.m. because I was on a call with some friends. With Rafa and Nigel. With Rafa and Nigel. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Who, are, who were on our episode um, last Wednesday. So, <laughs> so check that out. Women, check that out. Now, honey. Check that mm-hmm. out. But I cannot believe that 
I woke up to a message from Jiggy saying that, bitch, I'm on Ring the Bell. And I was like, what do you mean you're on Ring the Bell? <laughs> this does not make sense. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, in no way is he in the stream. No way. And then I clicked on the stream and then I see a bitch here. Oh my gosh, she was sitting and she was just, she gave a review of a match, by the way. <laughs> she reviewed a match. And not only that, she, well, she didn't advertise it, but GS was kind GS enough. Us advertise it. Oh GS my was God. kind enough to advertise the, the podcast. So thank you, DS, for that. And on that note, DS, um, if you want to be on our show, Ooh. I totally ready. Um, but maybe I don't know. Maybe soon. Let's just get them to talk to each other. If you're listening to this right now. Mm -hmm. But anyways, yeah. But TLC was such a fun day for me. I got to re review Ring the Bell and Ring the Bell, which I never thought I would have done in like the two years of existence, I believe. Mm -hmm. And getting to talk to like some of the people that I've been seeing on screen, it was just super fun. And hopefully, I can do it again sometime. But without further ado, let's get to the first match of TLC, which was the match I reviewed. Yes, I reviewed that. I really gave my oh. ring the bell air. <laughs> my ring the bell air. He's gonna leave the show soon. And I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna have to find a no. new co-host. <laughs> Don't worry. But um, so the first thing that we have here is Carmella going up against Miss Sasha Banks herself. Yes, yes, y'all. So fresh, y'all. So blah, 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 blah. So yeah, so it was Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I'm just going to reiterate what I said in the Ring the Bell one. To be honest, <laughs> no. Let me, let no, me try. No, but, to be, but I'm just like, if you saw my reactions as the match was going on, I was just like, I, I look so scared. Because I was like, I don't want Sasha to lose a title. Like I even Thank said, her. as Carmella was making her entrance, I told them, I was like, Girl, I don't. I, I'm so scared that Sasha's gonna lose. They're like, why though? Like the production level, WWE's just not yeah. gonna put, give that to some other person. And you know what? Rightfully so. They gave it to Carmella. Carmella, this is probably one of her. She's only had a couple of matches, but this is arguably her best era in yeah. women's wrestling. Th. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was about time that she had a whole 180 with her character and whatever. But with this match, this is one of the best matches of 2020, dare I say. It was a bit unfortunate that it wasn't um, a stipulation match, considering the fact that we're in TLC. But um, for forgetting what we've gotten, even though that they actually actually did a lot of different things from their last match on SmackDown. The fact that they were still able to pull up some new stuff and give us like such a great match to deal with. And even Carmella's gear, Sasha's gear, everyone's gear. It was also it was also a little fun touch. But I think my favorite part of the match was the sommelier. I want like it is not my favorite. The what? The what? The sommelier? Is that the what you call it? I don't know what that is, girl. Which no, like, was that? No, the sommelier as in like the person Oh, <laughs> um, let, it, it's been a week, so my bad. Yeah, so, okay. so that, no, but it was really fun and how they incorporated good things. I really do hope though, that this is not the last that we see of Sasha and Carmella. I feel like it, it's not too draggy if they put it in the rumble for now, but at the same time, I really just hope we don't bury Carmella after that production level. That's all I really have to say. Okay, first of all, um, the dude finally has a name. He's Reginald, Reggie, I think for short. That's Farmer. Yeah, that's, that's his name. And I think that's how they called him in SmackDown as well, Reggie. Okay, so he's Reggie for now. In terms of this match, 
um, I was not able to watch this live because, as announced to the general public, <laughs> I, was as, I was asleep. So I had to watch this with my with Rafa and Nigel um, around like 1 p.m. because <laughs> I woke up at 1 p.m. that day and we start. We actually started watching at two because it took me an hour to fully sink in that I saw my co-host on Ring the Bell. So I was like, "What the no. hell is going on?" No. But, you know, I still had to like you know freshen up and all of that before I watched the pay-per-view. So Sasha and Carmella was second. On the card, so you know it was. You had to follow up a TLC match, I believe, because it, it is Drew and Drew, The Miz, and AJ Styles. Oh yeah, The Miz cashed in, but anyways. oh my god, wait! <laughs> I just remembered when they made play, they made me play. So a fan made us play FMK, and then when it came to me, I was like, oh. <laughs> well, so that, okay, that well. would probably be the easiest you've ever done in your life, because the K would be instant. That's true. Then anyway, I just, that's true, that. though. The gay community. Okay, go on. Oh, gay community. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that entry so much. Anyways. Anyways, okay. Um, first of all, the looks. Um, Carmella with the leopard print. I believe it was leopard print. I'm sorry. It was like a little, it was a little homage to who she was and then who she is right now. Mm, it's an homage to Caitlyn when she was in leopard print. <laughs> no. Not Caitlyn, Tony Storm, and Tori. Not Tori Wilson, Tori. Tori, like DX Tori. <laughs> yeah, it's like DX oh Tori. Yeah, but um, yeah, I did not expect her to wear a cape. That was a surprise. I love, I loved that. Um, I'm just glad that her Tori Wilson era isn't, <laughs> you know, she's having continuing. another Tori era. <laughs> I know, like if she came out in red, I would judge her so much, but she didn't, so that was cute. Um. In terms of Sasha, I liked it. You know, it's nude, paying homage to Britney Spears, um, Kelly Kelly, yes. and <laughs> Kelly Kelly and Nikki Julia. Bella, um, and Nikki Bella too. Um, you know, fearless. Um, in terms of the match, this is definitely, if not Carmella's best on the main roster, one of the probably, best, probably one of the best. Yeah, I, I think the other one that comes to mind, um, in terms of Carmella's best match, would be her and Bailey in NXT. Because that, that was a certain And her on SmackDown. And on SmackDown. Um, also, but, oh my God, what's that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, personally, though, my personal favorite Mella match was Charlotte versus Becky versus Mella. Oh, at SummerSlam? On SummerSlam 2018. On SummerSlam. Yeah, she had a great showing there because she was able to keep up with, like, two of the horsewomen. And actually, she can actually keep up with the horsewomen because, you know... she. I just said Bailey, and I just said Sasha. So it goes to show that she's on that caliber of women when it comes to wrestling as well. Um, underrated queen. Underrated. But in terms of wrestling, wow, did she show a lot of crazy shit here. Like, she did an avalanche, Hurricane Rana, and then Sasha. I don't know how Sasha was able to roll through after landing back first from the top rope, but that was crazy. I don't know how she reversed it, but period. Um, in terms of the Bella Bustard and Nose Job or whatever you want to call it, the Poison Ivory. <laughs> Not the Mella's Job. Nose Job, Nose Job. Oh, I heard Mella's Job. I was like, uh, it, I said Nose Job, but, um, you know, I think the complaint that we have with that movie is like, it's, it's super repetitive. Everyone uses it. But she put her own twist into it. Like, when, when Sasha, like, twisted her around, I thought she was going to go for, like, 
a tilt a world backbreaker like Alicia Fox yeah. style. Alicia but, Fox style. Yeah, Alicia Fox style. But when Mela landed on her feet and then hit that face buster and the way Sasha sold it, I was like, this, this was a serve. This is paying homage to the divas and in good style. And it was perfect. You know, um, there was one spot where Carmela almost hurt herself when she was doing that dive outside of the ring where the guy pretty much saved her life because if not, I think she could have landed on her head. So good good call from Reggie. You know, that was a good save. Yes, Reggie. That, the match was great. The match was great. Definitely a great showing from Mela. And this is what we've been asking from Mela. Like, pull out new moves because, you know, this is a whole new character. You're going to need new moves. Um, granted that she did still use the code of silence, which, by the way, I got really worried when that was locked in. I was like, oh, shit. Same. I, I was like, like, and Sasha was shaking her hand, like, about to tell, like, girl, you better keep that in the air. Do not put that hand down. Um, but yeah, um, she finished it with a bank statement, tap, 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 and, you know, she retains. And honestly, I'm not mad about it either, um, obviously, as a Sasha stand, but seeing what Carmella can do now. It definitely raised her to the next level and just goes to show that she's not just another diva. She's a diva with talent. Period. She's a future divas champion. She's a future divas champion. But <laughs> I, really, I, I was really, after the match, all I could feel was, was just proud. You know, I was super proud of both of the women. I was super proud, considering this is the first the few times that they actually work with each other. This is the second time. So. I was just really proud of how they work with each other, their chemistry. Um, it felt really natural, not going to lie. So good job to both of them. I love it. Yeah, there's just really so much to say, and that's definitely one of the best matches ever. Like, And it was really fast-paced as well, which I was a bit surprised oh. with, not going to lie. But moving on with the second match of the evening, we got us, we got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defending their women's tag team titles, going up against Asuka and Lana, I lied. Lana got injured, so they got her replaced with, I think we all saw this coming. We got, we got Miss Charlotte Flair back in the motherfucking house. And you know what? As much as I shit on Charlotte, I am so happy she's back. If there's one thing that Raw has definitely been lacking, it was star quality. And I know um, people like Naomi and Charlotte would have definitely gotten that up there. And, you know, Charlotte's back. And I really hope that this will... I have... You know what? I'm at peace with the the fact that they're going to make her win, like, four more singles championships before... Um, she, you know what? She pulls up great matches, and I'm just happy to see her. So yeah, thoughts first on seeing Charlotte again. Well, for me, first of all, oh my gosh, I have, <laughs> I have a story real quick. Um, because <laughs> I actually was on Facebook before the whole before I watched the pay per view because I told my friends like, let's not let's avoid spoilers, so no Twitter. So I was like, okay, I'll go on Facebook because. I don't think WWE, well, they're still active on Facebook, but like there's a lot of shit happening on my Facebook timeline because, you know, it's filled with a lot of boomers. So it's a lot of new. Still. So, so like wrestling content isn't super like out there until I saw WWE change their timeline cover. So I saw Asuka and Charlotte with the titles up high. So I was like, okay, I spoiled it. Um, so I, I played a little joke on my friends and I said, I know who returned and I gave hints like 
think again, you know, purple. <laughs> no, because you know how Nigel is like a really huge fan of Paige. Yeah, it was like okay, let me let me play a little mm. joke here real quick, like because we've done it in the past, like countless times as friends. Like, oh my god, your fave return, like AJ returned at the Rumble or something. You know, some of those stuff. I was like. <gasps> Oh my gosh! You you guys better prepare yourself. And I was like, Kelly Kelly returned in the rumble. Kelly Kelly returned, <laughs> but, did that, but that did happen though. That did happen but, twice. Oh yeah, and I was like, she and I was like joking them. I was like, she won the title, the Divas title, um, the night after WrestleMania, and they were shaking. <laughs> and then I was like, unfortunately, she she um got injured on her neck. And it took a while to recover, and now she's back. And then you know how Oscar was on doing her pose on the turnbuckle, and she was pointing mm-hmm. at the the stage. I was like, "Okay, girls, are you ready?" And then they, <laughs> they, they were like shaking. And then you know what happened? Charlotte's theme played. Oh, let me laugh. <laughs> You're so rude. I, you know, I'm a really good friend, so. I don't know about that. You gotta put the good jokes out there, but yeah, honestly, I don't really have much to say about the match because, despite how great these women women were, this was sort of like an average tag team match. Not gonna lie, it is. But like, what I think I have to focus more on is Charlotte. Like for some reason, when her music hit and when she came out of the stage and just did her pose, you know. Spun around in new gear, by the way. I we I could just feel her aura. I don't know if it's if it's just me, but I felt her star power in the arena. Like Charlotte Flair is in the building, so bitches better pay attention. Like you know what I mean. So yeah, it was a decent match. You know, you you know I think Oscar was the one who was beaten up for the most part until Charlotte got the hot tag, and then I actually don't remember much aside from Oscar's. Um, rear view off the apron, <laughs> yes. the apron. and then Charlotte's <laughs> natural selection, which by the way, wow, I miss seeing that, not gonna lie. Um, I was surprised though that Shayna took the pin because she took a lot of pins in the past. Like, I remember Lana pinning her too, I remember Liv Morgan pinning her. So, I'm not mad about it though, because at least. Like, she's not, like, super dominant, like, NXT Shayna. But it just goes to show that she's on the level with these girlies. Like, she's not the super top. Um, but, yeah, I guess Asuka's a double champion again, which I don't know how to feel. You know, before TLC, we were kind of like, I don't think I want another double champion era. But, like, right now, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't feel bothered. And I think it's because the Raw Women's title isn't super relevant right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. So like, well, <laughs> I'm not gagging too much. Like, I'm not mad about it, but like, I'm not happy either. Like, no comment. That's all. I just, I, I, although I think that they are definitely transitional champions, as people call them, because first of all, they're not a real tag team, and I really feel like the Riot Squad has good chances of getting it next. But that's in my fantasies. So yeah, congrats to both of them. And suddenly they're best friends now, which was <laughs> a surprise. They're like, hey, bestie. <laughs> literally hugging each other, and Charlotte was literally a face. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is interesting. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, you know, with this, I kind of, I kind of thought it's coming to the age. I was like, okay, it's either Naomi or Charlotte, and I was ready for both. But 
I'll see Charlotte back. I'm like, okay, okay, we're doing this. We're doing so this. we're doing this. Okay, so we're doing this. But yeah, this was a bit um the tag team match for me, it was just like another like match. I was expecting more considering that those are four really big names. And mm-hmm. women's wrestling, all of them have yeah. held singles titles in their own right. So, you know, WWE as much as possible would want to keep them as strong as possible. Like, you know what I mean? Like to make them look strong. But maybe they were holding back. Maybe they're saving it for another match in a rumble or something. Maybe. Yeah, but... Yeah, this match is pretty solid in my opinion. Seeing Charlotte do her moves back, it's kinda it's kinda making me feel nostalgic because it's been a while it's been a, this is literally the first time this is literally the first time we're talking about Charlotte in her show. So I know. So like it's just really fun to see her back and you know, we kinda see what she, what's what's gonna happen with her and Asuka. But as of right now, Asuka and Charlotte Flair two of literally the biggest names in women's wrestling right now, two Grand Slam champions. If WWE doesn't take advantage of this and make the tag titles relevant, I have no words. No comment. (laughs) I have no words. That's really all I have to say. But, you know, honest, I really hope, because, like, right now I'm really saying that, okay, looks like we're going to get Charlotte versus Asuka in Mania. Or maybe sooner than later. Might be. But I'm really hoping Oscar wins, wins that one. But mm-hmm. um, that's for another that's for another day. But overall, not matter what the result, Shayna and Nia were honestly, for in my opinion, they were great tag team champions. Like, sure, um, like sure, it, they didn't have a lot of defense defenses as much as other teams. But the mm-hmm. fact that they were consistent in storyline after storyline, hell, even more than Oscar has been, that shows a lot in see and. That, you really see how they really put stress on them. And I really hope in the future that, I really hope that they get their moment to shine, like wherever it may be. They may, may be a tag team or a single star after yeah. that. So yeah, that's all I have to really say. Do you have any more comments about TLC? None more, but I think Sasha versus Carmella was the superior match. I, I, don't, think that, I don't think that was really a question. So True. That's true. And all I'm going to say is, guys, Troy's going to be on Ring the Bell soon. I don't know. Let's see. (laughs) But anyways. Anyways, but yeah. Um, That's all I have for TLT right now. So let's just move on to Monday Night Raw. All right, so continuing this week off is Monday Night Raw. And before we get things started, you girls here got seats to Monday Night Raw in the Thunderdome. Both of us. Both of us and another friend, Rafash. He was also there. So that was a great experience for us. Um, This is actually my second time in the Thunderdome, and this was Jiggy's first. So why don't you tell us us what happened? I was just... You were on main event as well, by the way. Main event. I was just amazed by how everything that was going on. Um, yeah, I was just like mainly amazed, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm in the WWE show, like hello. Yeah. And I would say I am the luckiest one among the three, just because. No comment. Just because um, when I was watching it, I was like, holy shit, I'm behind Oscar. I'm behind. I'm in front of like this person to know. So I was just like. You like you know, half of the time when I had no idea, when I had no idea, I gave them the Brit Baker. I was just like the Brit Baker. She was praying. <laughs> I, was, I was just I, I was just giving them the Brit Baker, but that was such an experience. I'm gonna be back this raw tomorrow. 
No, this Tuesday, Tuesday morning yeah. for me. I actually have three seats, but I have no idea what to do with the other two. So I have three seats, but hopefully it was definitely such an experience. I hope one day, like in one of the big events, like Legends Night. Oh my God, I am eyeing for Legends Night. I really hope that I get into those kind of deals. But for it was such an experience, something I would never forget. And, you know, um, I know it's definitely not, the same as having a live crowd out there or being in a live show but this is a start and no one will ever take this away from me oh my god not that not no one will ever take this away from me (laughs) okay hold on all right well honestly um you know uh, for those who haven't been in the thunderdome um we we were actually being told to like you know who we who we have to boo who we have to cheer and all of that so I really remember when they made me boo Sasha Banks. Like, girl, me. No. You were like, show me those thumbs downs. And I was like, no. Length thumbs up with. I don't care if I get kicked out of this Thunderdome. I am not booing Sasha Banks. I am not crazy. Okay. But yeah, we were, th- I think Jiggy was there for majority of the show because me and Jeff I was there for like two thirds of the show. Two thirds. We were kicked out after. Or not kicked out. <laughs> Our session <laughs> expired at like I'm not sure. I think I remember seeing like the hurt business, and then that's when we left. Like it oh, said, your, your session has expired, and I was like, KK. But you know, so I was I missed the Charlotte Oscar versus Peyton Lacey, but same here though. Oh, you missed it too. Yeah, it was it was pretty late in the night, so. Yeah, but starting things off on Monday Night Raw, we got a quick se- opening segment which segued into the first of two Divas tag team matches. This Divas was always, tag team. This was, this was this was tag team main. Not gonna lie, we had a lot of tag team matches, but opening segment with the new tag team champions, I'm Oscar and Charlotte. You know, they're still the best of friends as expected, but Charlotte did tease something before they were cut off that. She was gesturing towards the Raw Women's Championship, which I'm not surprised. Not this again. Not this again. It's not this is. again. It's but giving me Sasha and Bailey. I know, but I, all I will say is I'm I'm not surprised. Like I knew this was coming. You know, Charlotte aligning herself with the Women's Champion. This can only go one way or the other. But I agree with what you said in the TLC um, review. We definitely need to see Oscar beat Charlotte in Mania because if she loses again. Girl, mm-mm. this ain't right, Miss Oscar. Might as well go to stardom with Kyrie or something. <laughs> uh, no, Kyrie is well, Kyrie's a stardom, but, uh, you, you get what I mean. But yeah, I mean Yashika. Right. Yeah, Yashika oh, just went for um, stardom, so Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. Um the controversial Yashika. Well I think we all know that. Let me look at the side, but Oh my god, wait, pause. I'm gonna expose oh, ourselves right now. We didn't oh think god. of a special. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, we we have a whole day because we're recording we do, NXT, we do. so Chelsea Green Mo. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on, but, go on. yeah, those are my thoughts on the opening segment. Because nothing really much happened aside from Dana and Mandy, the cop destroyers. Wait, 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 wait. The, the sexy, sexy muscle, muscle friend. friend. What do we think of that name? I like it. I, I think it's quirky. I'm not. <laughs> it's very Oscar. It's, it's fun to say. 
you know, sexy muscles. It's very Asuka. <laughs> yeah, which would make sense because, you know, they're on good terms. But, mm-hmm. yeah, what are your thoughts on this segment? Because I don't have that much. You know, this this segment, was it was cute. It was a moment, Um, you know. <laughs> that's all I have. No, that's all, that's all. <clears throat> no, it was, like, it was pretty cute. And, you know, I think we all saw Charlotte and Asuka not lasting as champions. And I just really mm-hmm. hope. I just really hope that um, Mandy or Mandy and Dana or maybe even the Riot Squad get the belts off of them because um, yeah. the tag title should not be held hostage or be used as an accessory hostage. for another storyline. So yeah. I just really hope I'm excited for their run as champions because uh, WWE has a lot of faith in them, as I said in the as I said earlier. So I feel like they're going to go to NXT. They already went to SmackDown this week. They're going to go to NXT for sure. They're going to find Dakota and Raquel or something. So I just really, I'm just really excited for their run as a tag team. But the segment as a whole, it didn't do much. So, yeah. I guess I'll just move to the tag team match where you got the sexy muscle friends. My God, they're no longer the Cox Destroyers. Taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jack with Charlotte and Asuka in commentary in front of Jiggy. No comment. Yeah. You know what? You were there. You saw Asuka's wig from the back. So start it. No, I did not. <laughs> no. You know how to come to the wig from behind. Okay, what do you think? So, honestly, well, this match, on this was for me the superior match of the two tag for team sure. For like, sure. I was just super happy. Like, Mandy and Dana... Like they've only been a tag team for like a few weeks, a few months, I would say, but they've been actually they've had a lot of like chemistry with each other, and you can you you just think that they've been like tagging for a while, even though they really haven't. And you know, I love the brutality, not Rhea Ripley. I love the brutality of Shayna and Nia to both of them. And you know, every time I think these two teams have really gained chemistry against each other, and I really hope that. I was a bit disappointed by the first the, the first match that they had back when they lost, um, pertaining to the sexy muscle fans. But in my opinion, they, they didn't really do it's it's not that much of a loss considering the fact they lost to former champions. And you know, I can't really think of like notable spots, but overall it was pretty solid. Same. And honestly, Dana Brooke and Mandy, as you said, they have great chemistry. I think it's because I'm a big fan of gymnastics background in terms of wrestling. It reminds me so much of Kelly Kelly and Jillian Hall. Period. Come on, <laughs> Kelly Kelly. Show. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Kelly. We say Kelly Kelly every single episode, so she better That's- be here. But yeah, I'm glad that they're pulling out tag team moves. Um, Dana Brooke with, a, with an amazing Swanton bomb. Um, what else? Yeah, that's all I remember, actually, um, aside from the cartwheels and all of that jazz. Mm, I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure Shayna choked Dana out with a career for the clutch, which, you know, it's really sad to see. But you can't have former champions lose the next day. So, yeah, not mad about it at all. Um, Asuka and Charlotte were pretty cute in commentary. They were like, they were like a face lay cool in some sort of way. That's so true, though. Right? Like, 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 Faces. That's really yeah, because you know how Lake was like, oh my god, her hair is so ugly, and then like she's smelly Kelly and all of that. Whereas Charlotte <laughs> and smelly Os- Kelly. Whereas Charlotte and Oscar are like sexy muscle friends, you know, <laughs> like that's like that's really entertaining. And they were rooting for the sexy muscle friends, and they were rooting for the sexy muscle friends. So like, period. But yeah, that's all I have to say for this tag team match. So shall we move on? 
Yes. Well, Charlotte and Oscar pulled double duty tonight because aside from commentary, she they had a tag team match as well. So we got the tag team champion Charlotte and Oscar take on the team of. Do they even have a name yet? I don't know. Opportunity and Pepe, Miss Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. You know, Opportunity and Pepe. It's weird to think that Shayna and Naya grew on me. Whereas Peyton and Lacey. Did you not see that coming? Honestly, because like I would never have expected Shayna and Naya to be in the same team, considering that they've been feuding when we were in like the performance center. Like they would like beat each other up. So like I didn't see that coming, but like to see them grow as a tag team and like actually understand how they work, like I was like, okay, that's good, that's nice. But in terms of Pepe and Lacey, the iconic. That's all. Let me get. Let me get the resume and say my former best friend flopped with this blonde <laughs> girl. Anyway, exactly. I don't know. It's just I'm just not buying whatever they're doing. Um, I see what they're trying to do, though. I see what they're trying to do. Like, that's um, true. Lacey's like making efforts to be friends with Peyton, but Peyton's like, you know, I'm doing my own thing. So like, they're sort of like solo, but like put in a tag team. I think that's so Shane and Naya. Shayna and I, but like for some reason, I'm just not buying it. <laughs> I don't know why. It, it, it feels weird and like I just can't explain it. I can't explain how Naya and Shayna um, was a good tag team, but I can't explain why Peyton and Lacey just won't work. I, I feel like it's because the iconic set a really high standard as to what I have for Peyton, but I don't know. But I will talk about because um, the match itself, it was okay, but I'll talk about the segment before it real quick. Um, Peyton was like, I was actually the one who asked for this match, not her. So, you know, that was just another way of them saying that we're not friends. We're co-workers. I, I think that's the, way to, that's the best way to put their tag team. They're co-workers, but not friends. So, yeah, so but, true, bestie. I know, <laughs> like, so but, true, bestie. I know, but like, I thought we were going to get a Peyton Royce singles push. What the hell is this? I just <laughs> know when to come in. In terms of the match, Oscar and Charlotte, you know, I think this was just a way for them to establish themselves more themselves more as a team. Um, unfortunately, at the expense of Peyton Royce and Lacey, but what can we do? <laughs> I'm, all I can say is Billy Kay is doing well for herself, right? She's now, doing which, better. Which kind of sucks for Peyton because she's she has so much potential, but that's all I have to say for the match. Figure eight, period. What about you? Yeah, there really isn't much much to it, except for the fact I don't really like the I don't really like how they're making Oscar the inferior one among the two with Charlotte and Oscar. Like yeah. he's a champion. Like I get that Charlotte flair, but at the same time, honey, you haven't given Oscar anything. So give her something. That's all I really have to say. Yeah. Um, even like little things like that that would have that would have like really impacted her character a lot. But besides that, uh, really no points. And I really hope that. I have straw I have high hopes for um Oscar and Charlotte as champions, not gonna lie. So yeah, hoping for the best. Same here. I really hope that they bring the titles to all brands because it's been a while. I think the last time we saw it in NXT was Sasha and Bailey. And we all know that Sasha and Bailey is gone, girl. <laughs> so that was definitely a long time ago, but we can only wish. So final thoughts. 
Nah, nothing much. That's all I have to say. Yeah, all right. Girl, let's just hope the be- hope for the best for the tag division. But here's something that we need to talk about. Miss Alexa Bliss is in her playground ear. Oh my gosh, she's been listening to some Melanie Martinez. Melanie Martinez, wow. Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Oh my gosh, she was on. I love the Dollhouse. And you know what? She was pretty much flirting. No, she wasn't flirting. She was. She might as well should have been. Should have been like I would have taken the opportunity, but she had a segment with Rand Ford. Oh, well, <laughs> let me let me. Hi, Kim Martha. Hello, Kim. Hey, Kim Bestie. <laughs> we love you, girl. But you did this. You set yourself up, sweetie. You married Randy Orton, so I'm not saying it's your fault, but the gays are after you. Anyways, I- <laughs> it's too real. So real. So I'll just say my quick thoughts out there. I'm really glad Alexa Bliss is back because I did see some reports saying that she intentionally went off TV for personal reasons. I don't know. I, I, from what I know, she this was her choice. So whatever her choice is, like we respect that. But I'm glad that she's back now doing her thing. And I think she was actually needed for this segment because I think, you know, Bray Wyatt, <laughs> he said, let me burn. <laughs> at the main event of TLC, so like not let me burn. Wait, so like, it, so like it wouldn't make sense for him to come out the <clears throat> night after. So you know, Alexa was there to represent the fiend or the she Firefly Funhouse. You know, um, so that was great. Her mic skills are still as great as ever for sure. I just don't know how she can concentrate with Randy Orton for her. Like, if I had a segment with Randy Orton looking, she like had a Girl, you know, I, I would lie down in that ring and just <laughs> no. Anyway, those, those are my thoughts. I, I love Alexa Bliss so much. I hope we get to see her in the ring soon because we know what she can do in the ring. And yeah, with with the new themed moveset, you know, Sister Abigail and her like Trish Stratus Matrix evasion tease. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have to say. I just hope she gets in the ring soon, or at least gets physical soon. But I will say, where the hell is Nikki Cross? Oh my gosh, she was in main event. <laughs> she was in main event. She lost her reckoning. She lost her reckoning to the, to, what do you call that move? Protect that was her, the protect your neck. That, that was her first win on main event. Protecting her yeah, reckoning. Was Reckoning's first main roster win, but that's main all roster So yeah, yeah, honestly, there's really not much to say. I'm not exactly sure what's happening with Randy Orton and Bray for now, just because I've kind of lost track after Alexa um didn't appear for a few weeks. But you know, I'm happy to see her back. But personally, I'd rather see her in the ring. We all know what Alexa can right. do, and yeah. and I really thought she would. I, she's still one of my top Rumble predictions, but I really hope that something like happens and for her to win again yeah that's all i really have to say all right well just super quick off topic this was pretty interesting because you mentioned the rumble and someone brought up on my timeline they were like do any of you guys think that scarlet bordeaux is coming out of the rumble and i was like i don't i I low-key want to see her and alexa face off that would be interesting. I really want to see it. Scarlett is such an underrated wrestler. Like, sure, she is not as she's not like 
She's not like the best. She's not like a Sasha Banks. She's not like a Charlotte Flair. She's not like anything like that. But it's her entertainment side of things. And and she's number one. She's definitely a diva. And she just has so much charisma within her. Like whenever I see her, like my eyes are drawn to her. Like, you know, in the words of Sable. Sable. No. In the what? In the words of Sable. In the words of Sable, for the men all of the men wants to see me and all of the girls want to be all of the girls and gays want to be me so that's definitely what scarlet bordeaux or just scarlet actually now that's that's what she that's what she goes by um or scarlet cross nick cross i like okay oh but yeah i'm just super excited i just really want to see scarlet wrestle like just wrestle in general Honestly, if Alexa came out at number one, although I don't see it happening because she went out number one last year, but to, like I'm imagining if Alexa came out number one and Scarlett came out number two, like imagine the entrances that they would do. Girl, girl, Ooh. lights, lights up for the whole part. But anyways, before I and get reckoning, off, put reckoning, reckoning so, so have like a <laughs> Oh my god! Don't even. Oh my god! And then and when Ali and Abaddon, more more in Abaddon later because. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. Pr- that was pretty much it for Monday Night Raw. Great Thunderdome experience for Jiggy. Great week for Jiggy. She made her debut on Raw. She made her debut on Ring the Bell. She did everything, you know, a, the best of both worlds by Hannah Montana. But with that said, I guess if nothing else, let's move on to NXT. <laughs> Oh, okay. Something fell on my foot, so gets don't, mind so <laughs> don't mind that. Um, so up next we have NXT and your favorite guys, show. All I'm gonna yeah, that's like oh, my favorite show. NXT. No, this is not my favorite show this week, just because WWE really said no right. You get you don't get oh, to right. see it. We're gonna take they, your they network rights. They really said I had to settle for some legal legal matches on youtube <laughs> so, so i just watched it over there there was a lot of like some things going on over there like there's a good amount but not not as much as we usually get but you know what you can't really you can't really complain that it's nxt so first off we got a segment where tony storm basically said okay bitch i'm going after eo i really not that much to it it's all she said what what do you say about that Okay, remember when we were all pissed at how they always turned babyface's heel? Like Candice, Dakota, Kyrie in some way, and ba- well, Bailey not really. We weren't really mad about Bailey because she actually had a reason to turn heel. I think Tony actually does heel pretty good. She, I, I feel like she looks great in black. She looks great in leather. And I feel and like the leopard way she. Print. Leopard print. God, Miss Nina Bonina Brown, uh, <laughs> but you know she, she. Honestly, I didn't expect this from her because I've never seen Tony as heel. Has she ever been heel? Because the only work I've Not seen in WWE WWE, at least. Because the only work I've seen from her outside of WWE is like Progress and Stardom. Stardom. Well. Yeah. Only- oh yeah, but like I've never seen her heel. So like this is relatively <clears throat> new for me, but I'm buying it. You know, she ain't Peyton and Lacey. I'm buying it. I am no. giving, I'm giving my credit card. I'm swiping it there. I want That's it. That's what I did to the network, but... Uh, <laughs> but it said rejected, girl. No comment. It really said that. 
know, but that's all I have to say for Tony. I'm glad that she's not another baby face who turned heel that we hate because, you know, she's a natural baby face. But this goes to show that she's diverse. I'm glad. I mean, not diverse, not diverse. Um, versatile. There we go. Versatile. Yeah, I'm just really happy. Y'all know how much big of a fan of I am of Tony Storm. And I'm just really happy that we're finally getting our moment. Like, hello, it's about it's about time that Tony Storm gets her time. It's about time. It's Tony time. time. So yes. I'm just super happy that she's finally getting her push and hopefully this leads somewhere. I really thought you would um I'm I understand that they're holding her off for the title because um we are still pretty new with Tony as a heel. And I really hope by the mania, the, the main takeover mania, even though we didn't have the last year, but like by the next takeover, um, we get Tony versus Eo because that would be such a great story for like a May Young Classic rematch kind of deal. So she I did really bring up the May Young Classic in that sense. She did bring up the May Young Classic. So yeah, I think it's about time Tony Storm gets the respect of the WWE universe because for some reason there are some pe- there are still some people hating on her like I do not want to comment so I just think that we should just yeah have any more final comments um none more aside from the fact I'm glad that she's a good heel so up next in NXT we got actually our only match where um, we got Dakota Kai going up against Rhea Ripley. So Troy Gorian ahead. We all know how much of a um, diva stand you are, such as Dakota Kai. I love Dakota Kai though. She's in my girl crush, like DBH. So go on. Well, well um, actually, this was a great match for sure. Um, this was the only women's match on NXT. So I think this is their dynamite era. But with that said, no, <laughs> not dynamite. Yeah, well, I, I sort of spilled though. But anyway, Jade Cargill. That, Where's Jade Cargill? Anyways, um, this was a great match. Honestly, I really love that reversal that Dakota does when Rhea's gonna go for the Riptide and then she hoists her up, and then Dakota goes for a DDT. That looks so clean. It looks super smooth. I am clapping. And clapping. That was super smooth. Um, although my favorite part was the ending. <laughs> because, you know, Riptide and then one, two, three. And then Raquel was just looking at Dakota Lee. She was like, I pretend I do not see. <laughs> oh, it's because she was banned on ringside or something. Oh, really? But it was so weird. She wasn't on ringside, but she I was outside. She was on stage. It was, it, was said, it was said in the commentary or something. It oh, was like, so I weird. For what reason? Oh, because of the... Oh, I remember. Because she interfered they had like some twitter war literally it was explained via twitter by twitter oh my gosh but i didn't know so okay that makes more sense but i just it it just seems funny to me like like raquel's just there looking at dakota lou she's like what do i do now (laughs) you know but in terms of that i think the main focus of this is definitely raquel and ria and as we've as we saw in the altercation after the match they're really they're really building this up super like this is becky charlotte well it wasn't really that like not that intensity but remember becky charlotte and ronda before wrestlemania when they were, they were everywhere. I, that far, but I can see what you're going with i can see that they're sort of building it up to be similarly intense you know uh maybe maybe kelly kelly when she tried killing beth on the <laughs> <laughs> if you remember she was like ah! i was living I was, 
you know, but that was crazy. But I'm glad that they're really building up to be that intense because it is intense. It's 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 been going on for so long, and I really thought it was a one-off match. Like after following that, I think that's one of the great things about NXT that they are just unpredictable, and we just keep coming for more. And they did announce that. We're gonna get a last diva standing match. God. When? Taryn, when are Taryn that? Terrell and Gail Kim. <gasps> Gail Kim tease. And when ODB becomes the referee. Oh. Period. And when ODB goes to our show. <gasps> Wait, we can only dream. No, I manifesting. Can't. No, we can manifest Why? it. Why not? You um, know what? In the work. We got some tips the other day because of y'all know. Y'all know why. Y'all, y'all know will we talk about it on Y'all are gonna Twitter. know. But um I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh, there we go. So, last Diva standing. New Year's Evil. I can definitely... S- I don't, it, it's, it has to be either the main event or the opening. Just because it would be perfect. It's this last woman standing show. match. Hello? Yes, I remember the last time we had the last Diva stand. Yes, Diva. The last time we had the last Diva standing match in NXT was Asuka and Nikki Cross. That, and that long, really? It, it's been that long. And like, gosh, like it, remembering the intensity of that match, just think of what we could get from two powerhouses. That's true. We've never really had something like this. They could probably Re- break correct, me correct me if I'm wrong. The last, last Diva standing match we've had was... Um, Lacey versus Navi, or do we have some Navi? Okay, that was pretty good. Not gonna lie, that was cool too. But, but this is this is gonna be like one hell of a match. I'm so excited for what they have in store for us. I really hope um, Rhea. I, I no not Rhea. I'm really hoping that this is the one that Raquel wins. Raquel okay. needs this win, and and I really feel like she WWE's leaning towards her because like they are not gonna ignore the fact that she just pinned the champion and she just yeah. pinned Ember Moon. So, Rhea Ripley, then after that, y'all can... You know, why do I feel like we're going to have, like, an Io Shirai Divas Invitational at, at the next... At the next <laughs> or something? Because everyone's going after her. Literally, this is giving me Brandy Rhodes era. So, <laughs> so, that's all I really have to say. Any more comments or shall we just move on to the final and exciting thing? We need to talk about this, so... Let's do it, girl. So Eosha was basically like, okay, oh, so you want to fight right now, bitch? I was motherfucking ready! Like, Silky Ganache. So oh, she was just, like, going out there. She got her steel chair sitting on the table. Not sitting on the table, sitting on the chair. And, you know, she was calling Tony out. And Tony's team does play. But dun, 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 dun. I don't know what that was supposed to be. I don't um, But, yeah. Um, but, Lord and behold. Miss Mercedes Martinez makes her appearance for the first time in NXT in a first while. Time. In a while. Are you going to make me finish? I was like, confused like three times, bitch. I was confused what you were going to say. <laughs> for the first time in a while. Literally the first time since. I, you know, y'all, y'all know. <laughs> y'all know how. Y'all, y'all just get the point. But like for me personally, I'm just like super excited for this feud. Mercedes, my only problem with this though is that Mercedes Martinez is definitely a star, but WWE hasn't built her up like a star. Like you know how, and it's not even like she's not even like one of those people. You know how like let's say AJ Styles walked in or like 
other men came in and they were like, oh my God, he's like the hottest talent or whatever. They didn't even do that to Mercedes. And right. I'm a bit disappointed with that. And that's really like something to build out of. But um, one of the, another thing that I'm not a lot of people are talking about, I want to see her relationship with the Robert Stone brand. I actually, what's going on with the Robert Stone brand? What happened to Aaliyah? Is she in this Mexico? Is, this, not Mexico. <laughs> This has to be now. This has to be now. Be the best time to bring Aaliyah back in for a match or something, like Mercedes versus Aaliyah. I know Mercedes, Aaliyah will probably lose, but I just want Aaliyah on my screen. So, yeah. So like, like that's another like worry of mine. But okay, but no doubt, um, Mercedes and Io will serve a hundred thousand percent. So that's all I have to say. I can only imagine the shit that they're gonna do in that room because oh my god mercedes and the first the first and the actually two i've only seen mercedes work with two japanese wrestlers um i've seen her work with mako and we all know how that went when excuse me as if you know it's because wwe um canceled my (laughs) (laughs) so i've seen her work with mako so that's that was that's my favorite match off the main classic. Um, aside from like Mako and Tony, which goes to show how great Mako was. And the second time I've seen Mako, Mercedes work with a Japanese wrestler was her against Asuka in the Indies. I believe that's when um Asuka was going by Kana. So Kana, yeah. Kana. Which by the way, she beat Asuka there with a fisherman buster. So mm-hmm. I I am only intrigued as to what she can bring to the table when she's in the ring with Eo Dam Shirai. Holy shit. I can I can only imagine what the hell we're gonna get. Is this happening at New Year's Evil? I don't know. Is it happening after the next takeover? I have no idea. But if whatever whenever it's happening, trust I will watch it live. You know, because she is here. She's a legend. She's already a legend. She's one of those. She's the same with Mako. She does not need a WWE. She's just, um, she was given the opportunity, so she might as well take advantage of it. You know, she's had twenty years True. of wrestling experience. So like, hmm. Period. You know, honestly, at this point, if she does win the title, I won't be mad. Although I really want Raquel to win it first, but. I'm not going to complain if Mercedes gets it. And when we get Raquel versus Mercedes. Raquel versus Mercedes. <gasps> Raquel versus Mercedes versus Rhea. NXT is just crazy. <laughs> That's pretty much it. NXT is crazy. I swear to God. I swear to God. Like, they're kind of like, I don't want to say they're hoarding talent. It's not definitely, it's not their fault. But I feel like they should move up a couple of girls already. Like, especially to Raw. Raw is dying right now. <laughs> I hate to say it. One, I think it's time for Rhea. I think New Year's Evil would be a great closure for Rhea. That's true. But if she doesn't, um, <laughs> I don't know what she's gonna do because you know she's not gunning for the title, you know, because she already faced Io. But yeah, you know, we gotta give room to the other girlies, especially Mercedes Dam Martinez, girl. That is a legend. So. So do you have any more final comments on NXT US? What? Well, this was a surprising week. You know, they gave us Dynamite tease. 
um, just one Divas match. But I I understand that it is the holidays. So, no. you know, they wouldn't let um, the talent work super hard. So, as we can see, like, the women were pretty limited as opposed to, like, every. And for NXT to give us one women's match is definitely new for us, but it's it's Christmas, so you gotta give your girlies um, the pat on the back for doing such a good job. You know, best roster of the year as voted by the fans. So, good job to the girlies. So all I have to really say is that girl keep it up. Twenty twenty one is gonna be a banger. Ew, banger. That's like so bad. Not bad, that's gonna be like an amazing year for all of us, and hopefully the NXT Women's Division don't change because they're killing it. So moving on to NXT UK, well, majority of the show was just a recap of whatever whatever the hell happened in NXT UK that year, but we're gonna move on to like one specific thing where Ginny, in her words, was delivering the Queen's promo or something like that. So I'm just here for it, and I can't wait. For her and I was about to say Viper, for her and Piper Niven to have a match with each other. And I really hope she wins it. It's about time Miss Jimmy wins. And, you know, seeing a, cha- a WWE champion of Indian descent, ha- Indian descent has yet to happen. Oh, never mind, women, Indian woman to have a descent. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal won the championship as well. But, and I think it's definitely about time. Jimmy is, you know, unfortunately, they haven't released Kavita Zavi that much. But, you know, Jimmy is definitely up there. Hopefully, she's going to win. Period. I remember last week when we were like, why is the number one contenders- contendership match coming in two weeks? Like, that is in two weeks. Long. Two weeks. Three weeks. Mm-hmm. No comment. Well, my have another is- recap. No comment. So I suppose, like, when is New Year? Is New Year also on the same? It's on a Saturday, I think. Oh, it's on a Saturday. Well, for any reason as to why it's three weeks, um, we're probably gonna get something like Zaya Brookside and Nina Samuels next week. I don't know, but Ooh, maybe the week after that true. is when Jane and Piper finally face off. But all I will say is this promo was amazing. Very diva, you know. She was. She was pretty much just being like, she was just bragging, boasting about her accomplishments, you know, her beauty. I love the photo shoot, by the way. She was in Paris. Yeah, I, she was I giving you, Emily in if, Paris who? Emily in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was just great. I, I love Ginny so much. She just goes to show as to why she deserves to be NXT UK Divas champion. NXT UK Divas Champion as well. And you know, Troy, you actually gave me a big a video idea. Not a video idea, a, a, an episode idea with that. So I'd rather discuss it off cam, but you have any more comments on NXT UK, NXT None more. So. so without further ado, let's move on to SmackDown. So, capping things off this week for WWE Women's Action is Friday Night SmackDown. Um, first of all, before we get into any, into anything, um, we have to consider that this week's SmackDown was pre-taped because this was, I believe, aired on the day of Christmas. Yes. So, honestly, prop, props to WWE for letting their superstars catch a break on the holiday season. About it. I know. I, I would I would never have expected it. But <laughs> I spilled though, but 
so we don't really have much in store but at the same time we can't complain you know girl the girlies got a catch break so i believe this was recorded the day after raw so i guess let's just jump right in so opening opening things up we got a quick segment from all three tag teams who are scheduled to have a women's tag team championship match so Mm -hmm. We got the tag champs, Asuka and Charlotte, you know, coming out and saying we're back on SmackDown and the usual stuff, you know, we're here, we're here to defend the titles. And out comes Bailey, followed by Sasha Banks, Sasha. followed by Bianca Belair, and followed by Carmel. You know what? Honestly, it was it felt really fast paced, like the way they were all coming out. But you know what? They're on holiday break, so they're excited to go home. Let's be real. But yeah. All no. I have to say about this segment is that, you know, everyone got to say the things that they wanted to say. Um, I don't think anyone, aside from maybe Bianca, because, you know, we love the way she speaks. Um, I don't think anyone really shined that much because this was a very typical segment. Like, I'm here. Um, they were pretty much talking about who's impressive and all of that. Like, girl, Indy Hartwell ain't here. So, y'all queens. <laughs> you know? Um, indie wrestling all the way but that was pretty much the gist of the whole segment like who's impressive who's who's that you know what do you think that's all i have to say really yeah there really isn't that much to it but like i'm just like uh, i'm a bit nitpicky when it comes to details I, there was something passing but i had to like oh, yeah, okay up. so um i'm just like, oh my god it's still here <laughs> You got this, girl. You got this. Okay, now it's gone. But like, I'm a bit like, I see guys, I'm a bit, I don't know, like personally, I think I'm a bit nitpicky with like the thing that I watch and I'm very, mm-hmm. I, I really pay attention to details. So like for me personally, it doesn't surprise me that Oscar came out first before Charlotte. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I did not surprise with me because um, I know it's Charlotte Flair, but you have to pay respects to the women's champ, the raw women's champion Oscar. So I was a bit nitpicky with that. Another thing was um, Bailey and, and Sasha bopping to Bianca's theme song. Girl, she, the ba- the Bailey the Bailey Sasha stance were wild. Really they made jit everywhere about just the two all over. Even literally, even before um, SmackDown aired, people were recording like the Thunderdome <laughs> <laughs> screams. I was like, girl. Like, mm. <laughs> it was it was really something else and i loved it so much but yeah there wasn't it was like pretty typical there wasn't really that much storyline for it to progress i love the fact that you know as much as i really wanted to for like the right squad to be here for the legit tag team on smackdown but like you know um i can see that sasha and bianca are like i want to say a tag team but they have like a mini partnership going on yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a friendly kind of thing and you know what, Bailey and Carmilla, I've always wanted to heal Bay Mella together. So now I finally got We're getting it. it. So I can't really complain. And not to mention that match was honestly amazing. Like I'm gonna talk about it later on, but that mm-hmm. was an amazing match. That's all I have to say about the segment. Well, I'm not sure if this part was cut out because you know it was pre-recorded, but did you see the um the recording of Sasha Banks botching the entrance when she dropped the title on the floor? I thought that was edited for real. Oh, it was it edited? Was it edited? I, I don't think so. It, it oh, it weird. aired. No, I don't wow. think it aired. But they oh, it didn't air. Like, oh, they, they cut, cut it. Like, I think they. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I I just think that maybe they 
I don't know, they probably like Phantom Camera to Bailey or something. But yeah, I most friends, like, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, with that said, let's move on to the triple threat tag team elimination match. So we got those three tag teams, Sasha Bianca, Bailey and Carmella, and Asuka and Charlotte. So honestly, each and every single one of these women are extremely talented in the ring, outside the ring. So there was no doubt that this match would be amazing. Um, honestly, there was a lot that happened, but my favorite spot would have to be when Bianca gave Sasha her braid and pulled her from the figure eight. And then she just did this, did this amazing shining star press like santana garrett she's probably shaking in her boots because bianca stole i don't even know girl she's probably at catering nothing new (laughs) by kelly collegian we're gonna see that every week not just because it's kelly Kelly. yeah you know what no surprise here but yeah that was that was pretty cool it just goes to show how creative bianca can be with her hair um, it goes perfectly well with her character. And honestly, Sasha and Bianca, as you said, I don't think they're a tag team, but they're on good terms. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, Bailey and Carmella getting eliminated first was not really shocking to me. Because, you know, you can't have Sasha's team go out first because she's the champion. That's true. So, you know, frog splash. That was pretty cool. One, two, three. Um, I will say I really hope that we got less of Sasha versus Bailey because we had that for a long time. But That's you know true. you know what? But I don't I'm not complaining at either because they're really good in the ring together. <laughs> so it's still a blessing. But yeah, you know, for the last two we got Oscar Charlotte and Sasha Bianca. Again, amazing talent. And yeah, that honestly that was a great finish. Not gonna lie. Um that code breaker by Oscar. I mean Whatever Cameron called it, because she used that. Okay, the code breaker, paying homage to Cameron, aka Ariane Andrew. Cameron and just Cameron, I like. Just Cameron, girl. Not, not, no, 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 no. (laughs) So you know that that true code breaker plus natural selection, which by the way, Bianca sold it nice. That was that that looked really clean. Um, one, two, three. Honestly. You know, first of all, you can't have Sasha take the pin either. Um, I was a bit iffy about Bianca taking the pin again because last week she lost to Bailey, but at the same time, she hasn't really had she hasn't really lost a lot, so this isn't really a big deal. But I hope this doesn't derail what WWE has in store for her because she's a talent, as we've said probably every single time we've re- we've reviewed her. So. I just hope that this doesn't like make Bianca get lost in some way because she's too talented to be lost. That's all I want to say. What about you? So personally for me, like what I said earlier, this match was just amazing. And like one of like the factors for me here is definitely the fact that WWE gave them a lot of time. A lot. Which is weird enough to say that WWE doesn't give a lot of time to SmackDown women just because they have very few. Um, it's a, it's less than an hour than Raw, of course. Mm-hmm. But personally, for me, this match was pretty. It was pretty solid. Like the back and forth action at the beginning with all three teams, and you know, um, Bianca with the hair, and which is pretty surprising because Bianca hasn't really used her hair as anything. We haven't seen the hair whip or anything. Mm-hmm. And like back to the nitpicky comments, they again called the bitch clamp the glam slam homage. I was like, no, mama, that ain't the glam slam. Mm-mm. Hello. That's and a big I, 
also um Corey Graves rooting for his own girlfriend is kind of a moment. <laughs> you ask me, like, I was kind of living. Not gonna lie, it's amazing. Like. Like yeah, go flex your go flex yourself or something. It was pretty cool, and you know, um, Sasha, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw Sasha in Charlotte in the Ring again, I got flashback to 2016. I was, I was like, like oh. I was like, wait, I'm I'm kind of mad that they don't have they haven't they didn't have like a sort of a face down right. Like they just you know what? went in. I'm not, I'm not complaining, and the fact that it was. And you know, Bianca taking the pin. I honestly, I'm not that mad about it, just because she has lost to Charlotte in the past. So oh, yeah. in NXT, so that for me, her losing to Oscar would have hurt more. Even though she's, I know it sounds weird because like Oscar's literally also Asuka's the dominating. Position. Yeah, but um, maybe it's a bit like the fact that she lost to someone again. I think that's. I think for me, that's slightly better than losing to someone new, in my opinion. I also like the fact that Carmella and. Um, Carmella and Bailey were still in ringside. That was a really good twist. Oh yeah, really, that was a really good twist and a great way to end the match. Like even towards the end, and you know, like things such as like the power bomb into the frog splash, the code breaker into the natural selection, which I'm gonna reiterate what Troy said, which Bianca sold perfectly, considering the fact that she wasn't even kneeling. Like, I know she was standing. Like usually, like usually, she would be usually natural selection would be done to people who are kneeling, mm-hmm. but she was standing. So that was just like another great thing about Bianca Belair, and hopefully, WWE has a lot of um, has a lot of trust in her. And they're putting her, having her dispute with Bailey, and they also like the fact that Bailey's calling herself the ER because she's ER, stronger, better. Yes, I really like that. So I really hope um, this is not the last. This is definitely not the last. Definitely not the Bailey and Bianca feud. I'm not completely sure about the Sasha and Mella feud, but I think. At this point, I'm not. I'm gonna forgive the lack of storyline telling, like long term wise, because mm-hmm. it's the holidays, and this was one hell of a match. But Riot Squad versus Oscar and Charlotte. When? Okay, that's all I have to say. Hopefully, by Elimination Chamber, they get the titles, or on Elimination Chamber itself. That would be perfect. And then but... Sarah returns. Oh my God! When when is she due to give birth? I don't know, actually, like. I think it's post WrestleMania. Post WrestleMania. Okay, well, she can come out with her belly and I don't know, do a frog splash. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? She'll do a Nikki Bella in WrestleMania 32 tease. Yes. She like she she'll just go out there like, yeah, I'm here. Period. <laughs> but with that said, <laughs> that was it for SmackDown. You know, Dynamite tease. Just a little tease there for Dynamite, because um, we did get almost the same amount on Dynamite, but. With that said, shall we just move on to our special spotlight? Of course. Well, this is a very interesting special spotlight, someone who we are familiar with. So let's jump right in. So up next is our special spotlight for this episode. And we are going to talk about none other than Nor Phoenix Diana herself, she has she's traveled across Asia and even outside of Asia. She's been in pro wrestling Eve, most notably. And can you believe Troy? Um, she's uh, no, sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot. I remember, I, I remember she's laughing like, for no reason, but um, she actually she's actually only 20 plus years old. But one of the most notable mm-hmm. things about her is she's the first woman wrestling with a hijab on, like. 
girl, that's just something else. So actually, um, I can just fangirl all day about her. But what can you say, Troy? You go first. Well, first of all, um, I was actually not aware of who she was until you told me. And then until we had that interview with Crystal. Because um, if you haven't checked it out, she actually recommended her. She actually recommended her for us to interview. And manifesting that next year we get in contact with her you know, for her to be on the show for some, you know, quick chat here and there, get to know her more. But yeah, I think her wrestling speaks for itself, but I think we should focus more on the fact that she's the first female wrestler to wear a hijab in the ring. Um, it just goes to show that wrestling is uh, a platform for, what do you call this? For showcasing, there we go, for showcasing your culture. You know, ever since we've always... At least in, in our case, we've always asked for Philippine representation in the ring, you know, Filipina even. And now that we have Shotzi Blackheart and Kaden Carter, that's pretty cool. But, and Crystal. And Crystal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My bad. And Crystal. But, you know, this also goes for Nora Phoenix Diana, you know, representing her whole culture. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing to see because this is something that we would never have expected, say, 10 years ago. You know, because the standard for female wrestlers back then were definitely um, blonde, skinny, you know, sexy. Not that there's anything wrong with it, you know, but we asked for some sort of, we asked for some sort of diversity when it comes to the talent that we have in the ring. And it just goes to show that anyone, literally anyone, can get in the ring, kick ass, and just put on a great show. And I'm glad that she's here representing her community. And... Yeah, I, as I said earlier, I hope we get her on the show because we have a lot of questions for her. Um, you know, not gonna lie, she's made a lot of noise in the past year um, for her representing her whole culture. So I'm interested to meet her in the future and I hope we do get her on the show. I hope we do have the opportunity to do so because, you know, she's only from Malaysia. So the time zone ain't um, that long. The time, no, I don't know. We have the same time, time zone. Same. We do. Hi, Noor. Hey, I think like, another notable thing is besides the fact that she is um, the first hijabi woman wearing wearing um, <laughs> the first person wearing a hijab in wrestling. Another thing notable is the fact that she made it to pro wrestling Eve, arguably, in my opinion, one of the biggest all women's promotions, probably the biggest in England even. Yeah. I would say. And can we just talk about her gears for a second? Because I don't know if you've seen her gears, Troy, but her she gears did. always serve. Like, like in some uh, way, she makes sure that the gear match. Is it just me or is it like she makes the gear match? Match her? with her hijab. Yeah. I know. Like Sandra. <laughs> Sandra, uh, you're doing a good job, girl. Sandra <laughs> Whoever's doing it. I'm not completely sure, but I think it's really like one thing, like a bodysuit. But yeah, it's a bodysuit. I believe so. If not, it's but probably like, like cut in in the waist area, like a top and the pants, I believe. Yeah, and it's just super amazing to see what she has done for a lot of Muslim children. Not not even like not even just like women, Muslim people. And I really hope in the future that number one, we do have an opportunity to meet her in some one way or another. And number two, um, she has a lot of success and hopefully she's i just i'm just hoping a lot of success for her like with the matches that i've seen against her and crystal emi sakura um gypsy even from thailand so there's just like a lot of things to talk about and i definitely think she has a bright 
feature ahead of her. So any more comments or shall we move on to AEW? Well, I feel like she has a good chance of WWE scouting her for the next Neon Classic. You know, John Cena does follow her. True. And, you know, they really value diversity in the Neon Classic, which is a great thing. So if they do want, like, crazy diversity in their um, roster for the Neon Classic, why not get North Phoenix Diana? And even other Southeast Asian female wrestlers. Crystal... That would be amazing. And when they get a first round match, Crystal versus North Phoenix. The Battle of Southeast Asia. Southeast I, would, Asian I, I would be no. <laughs> I would be so torn between them. Like Same. it's gonna be a great well, match. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just really hoping that they get their moment, their time to shine very soon. But shall we just move on? Because Southeast Asians need rep- more representation for sure. There's not a lot out there. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't even think outside of Filipinos, there's a lot. True. So, like, unfortunately, we're just hopefully in the future it changes. That's yeah. true. But without further ado, let's move on to AEW. So, up next and finally, we have AEW, where honestly, AEW this week surprised me. It was pretty solid, in my opinion. And, you know, considering the fact that it was a holiday week, um, it was amazing, but without further ado, I just wanna I just wanna get it out there. Um, my heart bleeds, and it's really it's really out there for the fa- friends and family of John Braun. Wait, oh, no, yeah. um, John Brewer, and you know, AKA Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper as well. I really hope that he rests in peace. That literally came out of nowhere. Like he was just TNT champion just weeks ago, and the fact that he like. I even like read articles like not a lot of people knew about it. like the, like in AEW itself the only people who knew about it were the elite like Cody Kenny the Young Bucks like not even the Dark Order members knew about this so this really came out of nowhere and I really hope he rests well now in heaven so yeah rest the dead but if we're gonna talk about AEW match we're now we're gonna talk about the matches that happened so of course. Just as usual, we're going to talk about AEW Dark, where, you know, the typical dark things. And Unfortunately, there's like a recurring dark problem over here, except for one match, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dark, it's pretty predictable of who's going to win. But at the same time, I'm not mad of seeing these people. So first up, we got Tesha Price going up against Nyla Rose. What do you think about that? Well, knee to the back of the head, one, two, three, period. That's all. <laughs> That's really that was pretty much it. It kind of reminded me of like the Kylan King Nyla match no. with a power bomb. And then like one, two, three. I was like, oh, that was it. Like I didn't expect it to end already because, you know, she never really used it as a finisher. Like Riho kicked out of that. Okay. So I, I would have expected Tasha to kick out of it as well. But yeah, it's a dark match. You know, what can I say? Okay, but to be honest, I've been living for um, Tasha Price, like, ever since. Like, I've told this, I've said this before. Like, there's something about her that just oozes out charisma. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I just love her for that. And I don't know, like, the other highlight for me here is how Vicky Guerrero's jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was serving. It was amazing. And there's literally no other way to put it. And you know what? I just really hope that you know, I know Nyla's like in between of like a store a tag team storyline of some sorts, but now with Jade Cargill. Oh, yeah. And hopefully that doesn't end. Like 
even though Brandy is gone. Hopefully that doesn't end. But later, but moving on to our next match over here, we got oh wait, no, not just not next match yet. <laughs> right about the waiting room. And honestly, for me at this point, since the waiting room is usually usually does have men guests, the only thing I gotta say here is that Brick Baker served. Like her outfit, her talking, her everything. Wow. Yes, that's all I have to say. Any comments from you? Well, I'll talk about Reba, of course. My gosh, Miss Reba. You know what? I I is I I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like a major part as to why I just love Britt Baker is because Reba does her job so well. Like as you know, she's the she's the background character, but at the same time, she shines so well. To the point that she also makes Britt Baker look good, which is why I really pay close attention to Reba as well. You know, she's honestly the perfect comedy role. She's perfect for the comedy role. And as I said in the past, it's crazy that she can pull off a comedy role considering she's all sexy and glam in the dollhouse. So again, she's super versatile. Um, I do I do wish we get to see both of them, both of them in the ring soon. Maybe even as a tag team. You know, because I think they do need they need tag teams because Ivelisse and Diamante are currently shaking in their boots. So they need competition. And I think Reba and Britt are the perfect match. You did not just do that. I just did that. Hopefully, <laughs> but hopefully. I, I'm hoping that Reba does have like, I hope they make her like a serious wrestler. Like, mm-hmm, because she is. necessarily serious. Because I think that I, I just, for now at least, I don't see the, not w, AEW, um, I, she, they're relegating to her a comedy role, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but hopefully in the future. Like, let's see. Yeah. But personally, for me, that's all I really have to say about the waiting room. So up next, we got um buffering. Buffering. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Girl. Up next, we got Thunder Rosa going up against Jasmine Allure. And honestly, with this dark, it gives pretty good new key. We, we got to see like a couple of people who are not that familiar. I'm not familiar with at least like the first time we've seen them in AEW. And I just personally think that Jasmine Allure and another person that I'm going to be talking about later, just they were just very, number one, they were very diva. So, of very. course, naturally, I had to be big fans of them. And I'm just really hoping at this point that um, Thunder Rosa, you know, with the, with the, what's it called? With the Thunder Driver. There oh, oh thunder there we driver. go. Thunder Driver. And thunder Driver. But for me, the highlight of the match was... You know, it's weird that it's not part of the match, but the highlight for me was when after the match, Thunder was like, I am going to get you, Brit! Something like that. Finally. Finally, he's going to get Brit. They're finally, they're actually, AEW is actually having multiple women's storylines, and I'm living for it. A surprise. So, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> they gave us a Christmas gift. Thank you. And so I'm really hoping that this is definitely going to build up, and hopefully this does not happen on Dark. This is too good for Dark. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa on Dark? Girl. I mean, if it was a Dark main event, I wouldn't complain, but... I mean, I'll take that, but... Girl, this is too big for a Dark, you know? Might as well main event Dynamite, because that hasn't happened yet. And if you want two outstanding female talents, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa are right in your roster, so make use of them. On Jasmine Allure, same here. You know, she's very diva, so naturally, I like her. Um, but yeah, Thunder Driver, period. We love Thunder Rosa. Honestly, one of the, possibly one of the biggest stars that the women have right now. Yeah, I, I, I'll definitely stick by that. Definitely, and she's not even like an AEW sign. I know. 
I just, but like I do have high hopes for Thunder Rosa. Like AEW would just not keep bringing her back for no absolute for no reason, reason, right? So yeah, maybe NWA. Like even though they have Shockwave, from what I know right now, Shockwave is just like a lot of like compilations of what they filmed before, like before. So I'm really hoping that once Shockwave gets gets to become like a regular thing, we get to see more Thunder Rosa up there. But moving on to the next. The next my, my mic fell. Oh, ma'am. <laughs> um, All right, on. there. Give me a second. Go ahead. I'm just... Wait, I... Oh, my God, wait. I'm just going to say the next match. Hold up. Okay, over here. Go so ahead. Next, oh, there we go. What, how did I forget? It was the... It was the match for me that actually did really great in dark. Oh, same. Um, Silent King same. Going with Alex Gracia. And... I can tell, Troy, you also have a lot of thoughts with this match, so I want you to go ahead. All right, first of all, this might be the first or second time that a, di- a dark match has ever been unpredictable. Because I'm pretty sure the first one was when Red Velvet had that... Who did she beat on, for, on her first win? I don't remember. But this is perhaps possibly the second um, dark match in history to be unpredictable, at least for the women. Because, girl, first of all, um, I low-key felt that Kylie King was winning because she's been racking up wins in the past. So I was like, okay, maybe she's up to something. Maybe she'll do a frog splash or whatever. But she was able to deliver. You know, she did her moves and all of that. Um, Alex Gracia is low-key growing on me. All, all of the pink, all of that jazz, you know, we love to see it. She looks great, by the way, the hair too. Honestly, she does, like, craziest outfits like i can see the effort that she puts into the way she looks so good job on her but did i expect that alex gracia was gonna win i did not expect this at all especially considering that the finish was it was kind of weird because i don't think it was her finisher because she basically pulled kylan king's hair and then did sort of like a neck breaker and i i did not expect that match to end there but apparently that was a finish, so it was a surprise because this was also a number one contendership match, which I feel like people don't remember a lot, but it was a number one contendership match, which led to Dynamite later on, but you know what? It's something new. I can't complain. It's something new, so I'll take it. That's all. That's true. Um, you know, it's very interesting about Alex Gracias. Not a lot of people know about it, but I've actually, I actually saw like a tweet. She had like you know how like some wrestlers do like a mini Q and A in a mini Q and A on Twitter, and someone actually asked her, given a great deal by WWE, would you sign with them and leave AEW behind? But she actually did, been there, done that. Like she was like, so she actually denied a contract by WWE to stay in AEW, and that is just speaking volumes for number one, her loyalty to AEW, but more importantly, how high AEW is on her. But Wait, interesting. Song. Can we talk about the change of theme songs? Like literally, Kylan King got a new oh my theme song. Red Velvet w. did, Lena Hirsch did, so on and so forth. But what um, happened? Did C Foss get signed or something? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's giving. It, it's giving. I'm not mad about it, but you know, it, it it's a serve. It's a serve. And I uh, know. And oh, but yeah, honestly, it was such a great match. Alex Gracia, from what I said in the past, is one of the most underrated wrestlers, in my opinion. Like, you should really see her stuff outside of AEW because not that um, AEW doesn't give her justice, but it's more of like she has yet to show what she has 
what what she can do in AEW because she like yeah y'all are y'all are getting my point so for her to get a win against Kylan King that was um, huge one of I think I think it's safe to say like one of the one of the most iconic um enhancement talents in AEW that sounds bad but honestly that's a big achievement for Alex Gracia true and I really hope in the future um we get to see more of Alex and <clears throat> we get to see more of Alex and yeah I her match with Cheetah was also pretty great if you're gonna ask me and but overall this match was pretty solid unpredictable unpredicted for sure like everyone was going for it and hopefully in the future Alex Gracia yeah, I, I think she's gonna sign full time, knowing what, knowing how she just rejected a WWE contract. But mm-hmm. more, more on that later on, hopefully. But up next, we got Troy's favorite, Red Velvet, going here. Yeah, another new face. Another new face. Yeah. What can you, what can you say about? Well, this is the first time I've seen Vert Vixen. I don't know if that's also her name in the Indies, but it's definitely interesting. I don't, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a play on words or something. Is it? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that witty. So maybe it's a reference to something. But Vert Vixen is definitely an interesting name. Um, but you know what? Red Velvet took the cake. She took the dessert. Here, period. Um, but yeah, you know what? I always say the same thing about Red Velvet. I love her so much. Every time I get to see Red Velvet in the ring, it's always a serve. It does suck that she had to. Well, not really end, but temporarily relinquish her partnership with brand because of the whole pregnancy situation of course you know she can't be there but but you know no oh my gosh um anyways anyways it's not a storyline okay um but with that um i just think that i feel like they have plans I i have trust that they have plans for red velvet especially with last week when she came out with the save with the steel chair oh my god i'm super i feel like they're gonna make her an even bigger Babyface, we can only dream, but I hope that does happen. But I hope we get Red Velvet and Sheeta soon, if not Brit and Sheeta, because girl, we all know that those two matches are gonna slap. You know, that's so true. Just dessert. I'm sorry. Also, I'm sorry if you hear like some background noise over there. I think that's my mom. Is she heard? Uh, not really. Okay, okay, that's good. But my my main point here, like the thing that stuck out to me was here was when before hitting the just dessert. The red levels are like just dessert, and then she just like hit. Oh yeah, she screamed the hell out of Bert Vixen. It kind of gave me Brie mode vibes. Brie mode. It was really giving me that vibes, and I'm really hoping Red Velvet now she has five wins. Like she has five wins now in AEW. She's five and ten, finally. Which, you know what? Like considering the fact that she spent like first of her eight matches losing, that's pretty impressive if you ask me. So hopefully, um, now that Brandy Road is gone, it sounds bad, but hopefully AEW can capitalize on that, on building her as a baby face. I know that sounds bad, but yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Can- I think you get what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. overall, I'm super excited for what Red Velvet has to come, and she is part of a very big storyline, I would say. Well, AEW, three separate storylines. I think this serve. Finally. It was really amazing, and hopefully, this is not the end of Red Velvet. And finally, we got Maddie Rankowski going up against Layla Hirsch. So once again, Layla Hirsch with new theme song, but can I just talk about Maddie Rankowski? When she came out there with like her pose and all, I was like, this girl is a bitch in a good way. Like, uh-huh. I love it. Like, it was so easy to hate her. And she just, like, just like Jasmine Allure earlier, like, there's something about her that just draws to me. 
probably because she's a very she's very diva like but at the same time i'm really hoping that a lot of people will be a fan of hers because i became a fan of her after this one match and i want to look her up just like mm-hmm. after this recording and to be honest with her it was pretty amazing but with this match as a whole she also did she also surprised me a bit with um you know some things some things like um you know that move where she was like Layla her was like sitting down on the mat and then she like did like a running face buster but Layla was sitting down oh, that yeah. was creative um so and then there was like a lot of more stops over spots i mean over there and you know uh, sorry if you heard that but <laughs> but but um, another thing is that Layla Hirsch you know Layla Hirsch is Layla Hirsch and they'll be super high in her i think she's going to be signed full time soon okay this was pretty cool it was pretty good it was an amazing match and i just can't wait to see marmadier and kawaski next week she's going to have another match most likely most likely she is. i think she's going up against anna j i think i'm not completely sure really yeah Period. I'd love so to see her. That's all I really have to say. It was an amazing match. And Maddie Rankowski is super one of my faves now. Like she's up there and one of my faves in AEW. And hopefully we get to see more of her. And Maddie, hello. If you want to be at our show. If you wanna, like I would hit it up. <laughs> I would hit you up. I'll hit her up first, of course. Period. Go but, yeah, let's see. Well, so if you only if you ask me, first of all, I did not know that Layla Hirsch was dating Ashley Vox you of the I did not know until I saw the Christmas post. Um, you know, they spent Christmas together. That was cute. And at first, I thought they were just, like, close friends. But, you know, <laughs> um, I think um, Layla not posted close, the one where they were, like, putting their arms over each other. I was like, okay. You know, because, you know, some girlies and even us, you know, we're really close with our friends. You know, we do, we tend to be really close with them um, and be really intimate and all of that. But I saw Ashley Vox's picture um girl they were almost lips to lips and i was like oh, no way they're dating period my it's god amazing. i bet I, oh my god i bet her tag team partner is like jealous right now <laughs> no i lied i lied um but okay. what, although what i that? think although i think though it's pretty a lot of people don't give a lot of like credit for lesbian talent and women's and women's wrestling i feel like, like it's because we haven't really had much no, but like I mean, like means- Sonya, we have yeah, Sonya like, first, Sonya, and then like even like Diamante and Kiera Hogan, Ashley Vox, and um, Layla Hirsch. I was like, who are we talking about, Layla Hirsch? Yeah. And so forward. So I don't. I just really. I'm a bit surprised that not a lot of people are giving up that much thing. But at the same time, if it's normalized, I'm not complaining. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I was really surprised by that, and it just made me love Layla even more. <laughs> You know, I, I just love Layla. And surprisingly, she won with an arm bar. Um, she does use an arm bar, but this is the first time she won with it. Cause, That's so true. You know, that, honestly, I just love Layla Hirsch. You know, high-flying and mat-based wrestling put together. Perfect. Um, You know, given that she is extreme, extremely short, she's smaller than Alexa Bliss, she's able to pull out some crazy shit. So I'm giving her so much props and... I really hope they sign her soon because they are missing out if they do not sign her. Like I'm just putting that out there. They are missing out on their roster. That's all. So any final thoughts on Dark? More Red Velvet for sure. And where's Rache now? I miss my girl. Where is she? Oh my god, where is Rache? 
in catering, yeah. nothing new. <laughs> you know, cool. Kelly Kelly teas. I love that video so much. No, but it was it was an amazing video. But without further ado, let's go to AEW Dynamite, where first and foremost we got a, a segment with Jade Cargill. I've been waiting for one, honestly, where she basically said, she just decided to be pregnant the second that I got into this company. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh shit, Jade Cargill, you crazy bitch. I know, I know that she's coming from blood. I just know it. And I'm super excited because it's really hinting to her. Mm-hmm. She was like, y'all better give me a worthy opponent, and I. At this point, I don't really know who that they're gonna put over, but if I were to say maybe Red Velvet, because hmm, what do you think that would be like that would be interesting, an interesting matchup, not gonna lie. But for me, I'm not sure either because I'm thinking of the faces right now. So we have like um Red Velvet, we also have Layla in some way. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's a face. Um Kylan King. Oh, Kylan King. That that could be a great one, Kylan versus Jade because they're both tall. Um, those are the only ones that came off from the top of my head, but maybe for a debut match, Kylan King would be my bet. If not Cheetah, like if it if it was Cheetah, gag. What about Shanna? Honestly, honestly, I feel like I'm I'm so down. I'm so down for anyone. I just need anyone. I'm down for anyone. So, yeah, I'm just super excited for Jade Cargill's opening match. Hopefully, she doesn't disappoint. There's nothing... Like, I haven't seen, like, anything that I hate about her so far. Same, as of now. So, any final thoughts? Jade Cargill really has our attention. Like, that's just how talented she is from the mic. You know, from in the ring, we haven't really seen anything, so we can't judge yet. But from what we've been seeing, I think we're already fans. (laughs) We're pretty much fans already, so... That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. I'm so, interested. On to the last of Dynamite, our weekly, um, second to the last match we got. <sighs> was that a championship match? I'm not it was sure. a championship match, I believe. Hikaru Shida going up against Alex Garcia as she won in dark the previous day. So, if I'm, you know, personally for me, this felt like a dark match because I knew it was going to That is so true. So, but, you know, no complaints over here. Alex Garcia and Hikaru Shida did do well. But definitely the highlight of the match was when um, Abaddon got involved. And actually, one more thought, Sacred. Try what do you think? Uh, first of all, um, wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I agree that this was this was pretty predictable. But I remember when Alex Gracia did a roll-up. And it was relatively loud in the arena. And I was like, no way is she gonna is she gonna pin Sheeta with a roller, and like the ref was almost gonna count three, but Sheeta kicked out. So I I was gagged there. Um, thank God that they put that little moment in because you know aside from that, it was pretty average. Alex Rossio showed what she had to do. Same with Sheeta, pretty impressive. But as you said, um, sort of like a dark match. After the match, but really went down. So um, no surprise. Wow. Abaddon got involved with the match. So Abaddon was just actually she got her she did a little physical during the match, but it was after the match where she was giving us the Shayna Baszler tease. Shayna Baszler tease. Sheeta, but in all seriousness, no, that was amazing. It's a very Abaddon, and the fact that can you believe they're actually giving Sheeta a storyline? This is a moment in history, a moment that I am extremely proud of. In the words of Whitney Houston, I'm I, proud I, to I love this. I'm proud to witness. I'm just super happy for it. And hopefully one day, um, 
Ishida. I mean, like, I really hope this is a pay-per-view match. If they just throw this off and like a dynamite, I'm gonna be mad. Like, this is this is a pay-per-view worthy match. Like, hello. It better be on like their New Year's Eve special because I'm pretty sure they have something. Because they, I think they, I know they have to compete with like. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're gonna clash. So if they want something to live up to. Mm-hmm. Possibly Eo and Tony or Eo and Mercedes and Rhea Raquel. I might mm-hmm. as well give us Sheeta and Abaddon that night. So yeah, there's really not that much to talk about it. So any final thoughts on AEW before we have a couple of big announcements? These announcements are these announcements are huge. So I'm done. Let's just talk about them. So I have we have three announcements over here. So the first one is I am opening for readings, guys. Like for Tower readings and all. If you have any questions that you want to be asked for by you know by a witch like me, you guys can just hit me up. Um, prices will you guys can see my Twitter for that. And but here on to the next few ones. I'll, I'll just say my second announcement because I think the yeah, last yeah. announcement is pretty big. So second announcement is for the Wednesday for our final special episode. We are fortunate to enough to have one of the podcasting legends. Legend. Here. Legends and I said Ella freaking J or a wrestling gal or the host of a wrestling gal podcast as y'all know her. We talked we had so much fun with her on on air and off air, and I just can't wait for you guys to listen to her. Like she was she's just she, she she's a natural like there's no other way to put it. So that's gonna be out on Wednesday. So Troy, what is your announcement? Well, in the iconic words of Kelly Legend, I'm pregnant. No, I'm kidding. I lied. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> She did say that. Uh, okay, so for our final um, announcement, this is going to be probably one of our biggest projects yet. But next year, 2021, probably first week of January, um, the Pipe Bombshell podcast is officially launching our very own Patreon. Yes, you heard it here, Patreon. And honestly, we have a lot of things in store. We, we have a lot, okay? Um, for months. We're relatively new. Just know, just like we want this anything to start doing. So, you know, and manifesting at least one page. Manifest at least one or two. You know, we'll be happy. But please expect some interesting stuff over there. We'll be having some extra, extra bonus episodes. We'll also be posting um, video, video versions of some of our interviews and reviews and all of that jazz. And actually, I think it's appropriate. Like, Okay, this is completely candid. What if we do like a video or I mean like um like of an episode of what they're gonna get in Patreon? Like I'm not even joking. Oh, like a teaser. I love that. Well, the the ideas just keep on coming, you know. And interesting enough, just to make it a quick segue, um, we actually talked to Ella about that on the interview, like asking for tips and all of that, and she was kind enough to give us some of you know her input. So please be sure to check that out. But aside from that, I have nothing else to say. So without further ado, if you want to see me, yes, you can find my Jiggy PVP. I'm being called. Yeah, he's being called by his mom. But without further ado, if you need any other wrestling stand stuff, you know the usual. I am Troy PVP on Twitter. But you know Jiggy's gotta go. We gotta eat dinner now. But thanks for listening and bye bye.